everybody, welcome to Busy Living Soap Bob. Busy Living Soap Bob. Busy Living Soap Bob. It is episode 232. It's a special New Year's edition. Happy New because Year's. Because normally on Tuesday, I would have gone solo and it was like Christmas craziness. And then today, I would normally have a guest, but I got no guests. So it's just JF and I. Mm. And it's New Year's Day, 2021, January 1st, 10, 24 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. 1121. 1121. 1121. So um, I wanted to come on today and say Happy New Year to all of our followers, Happy New all Year's. of our listeners, all the people that chime into Busy Living Sober all the time. We're embarking on a whole new year. And um, I, so many people thought 2020 was terrible, right? It was terrible on a lot of different fronts, but I am always about looking at the lemonade rather than the looking at the lemons, right? Mm-hmm. I want to look at the lemonade, the happy stuff. So, um, you know, 2020, I got time with my kids that I never thought I would get because, you know, my kids are all in college and two are out of college. So the thought that they were going to be able to come home and spend time with me as adults for two months was like, not going to happen. It was like, no, they have jobs. They can't come home. But because of the pandemic, they were able to come home and we played games and we hung out. And I'm not going to say we didn't fight because we do fight. And that's part of, I think, being a family, but we did that. And that was really fun. Yeah. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. We um, we ended up, you know, we're, we've been renters and soon enough, we're not gonna be renters soon, by the way. We're not gonna be renters at the end of this week. Yippee-doo-da-day. But, um, you know, we rented a house and it's been, it's been difficult with the person who owns this house. I just have to say that. I'm just gonna say it because it has been difficult. The person's been very volatile and very hard and it's been tough, but you know, we got to this house and literally it was like we rented this house and two weeks later the pandemic came about and it was like wow it was it happened so fast it happened so fast like looking back you know last night i had to say to jeff what were we doing last year on on 2020 we were you know i'm sure we went to bed before midnight last year too oh we did yeah absolutely yeah then we probably had stone crab plus or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah and then we went to bed and we, um, I don't even make mocktails anymore. It's, it's how bad it's getting. We're just like, okay, it's another day. But um, I remember just thinking, oh, I had all these hopes for 2020 and we were moving to this house and it's on the water and that was going to be amazing. And um, it's like, you have to be careful for what you wish for. That's very true. It's very true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted this to be this an amazing, amazing experience. And in a lot of ways it was because you know, I had enough room for my kids to come here and they're all adults. I mean, it's not like they're little toddlers or anything. Um, there was a lot of stresses that came with it, but it's, um, you know, people can come into our lives that are tough and, and, and want to make it go one certain way. And it's having to rise above that. You know, it's really having to have a lot of faith and hope and prayer. And um, mm-hmm. I think that's one thing that probably happened in 2020 was you probably got closer to God because it seems like a lot of people did I totally did yeah so that's a good thing do you think you did absolutely yeah God wants us to get closer to him yeah and it's funny because we're just saying how how quick that 
pandemic came up. So I just, um, you know, we talked about it the other day. It's like, remember, the, we haven't been to a concert in almost a year. But I remember that we moved into this house and like, a, I don't know, a week or so after we moved in this house, our golf course closed and we had all these reciprocals and we went and we played at this other golf course. And uh, like four or five days after we played at that golf course, I said, I bet this is the last time we play golf for a long time. And it was like two months plus before we could play golf again. It just happened so quick. And we had no idea of the day that we were playing golf. We had no idea that it would be our last day of golfing for months and months. You know, it just, like I said, the we pandemic. We had no just, idea. The like the pandemic was, was so like, crazy. Was I had a friend over who was from overseas and, um, She's, she lives here in over in, in Europe and she was here and she was like, what are we going to do? And all of a sudden it was like, oh my God, the borders are closing. Everything's closing. You know, what are you going to do? And, you know, for those of you that know me personally and those that you are big followers, you know, I'm a big 12 stepper, meaning that, um, you know, I, I, I go to meetings a lot. So I was, I had gone to this meeting every day at 8am in person. And all of a sudden it was like, that's over all right, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, okay, I've got to go. I've got to start something on Zoom. And so I started this meeting. It'll be a year, I guess, in March. And um, I started mm -hmm. it right away. But you were like, because Jeff has, works on Bloomberg. So he's I got, sees these Bloomberg things. He's like, this is getting bad. This is getting bad. They're going to close everything down. You have to do something. So I started this meeting. And um, I remember being like, oh my gosh. And then I remember, so she had to rush away. And what, that was a bummer. And then we all couldn't see each other. And yeah. thank God for technology. Like there's all these pluses that are there that we didn't even know that were around, right? So like having that and realizing, okay, there's this thing that somebody invented called Zoom and you can use it and you can get on here and you can talk to your friends. And yes, it's not the same as going and touching your friends, but it is better than nothing. That's sure. for sure. It's better than it would have been five or 10 years ago. That's for, for sure. You know, you could stay, you could at least stay in touch with people and stay in contact yeah and then you just had to get used to it you know you just had to get used to the looking at the little squares little people the little squares you don't love it as much as i do no 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 it works for me but i would rather be in person and i think maybe just part of my reaction is just the fact that you know five days a week i sit in front of a screen for most of the day anyway so um it just doesn't really cut it for me yeah, and all I do is like probably two hours a day. Mm -hmm. I do my two hours a day with my people in the morning because we talk beforehand and we talk after. It's kind of like going to a real in-person meeting, but we just stay afterwards in this chat room and talk, everybody talks to each other. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like, so there's so many positives. So that's a couple we've just listed off. We got the kids, oh, we had sure. to be able, and I made all these new friends, so fun. Yeah, I think for myself, I, I, I play a lot. I, I like to play a lot of golf. I didn't play as much as I would have liked to, but I did break 80, I think six times this year. So that's really good golf. And I broke a hundred. Put it there. Mm -hmm. So that See, was fun. That was fun. And there were, and it's funny. That was one of the, once that, you know, once the, the authorities got their act together, that was one of the few things that you could actually do was, which makes sense was go out and play golf. Um, you know, it was, I just, I think it's interesting that like in April and I'm reading these golf things and they're like, oh my God, like all these golf courses are going to go out of business. This is terrible. And then in October, I'm reading this golf thing and all these golf courses are like 10% ahead of where they were their best year ever because there was nothing else for people to do. So everybody was out golfing. 
So there was positives. Sure, every dark cloud has a silver lining, right? And um, and I do want to talk about the fact. So busy living sober, as you all know, is all about getting busy living sober. And um, you know, this year has been challenging emotionally for me. It's been a really big challenge. Um emotionally on a lot of levels for me personally. And I'm just sharing this because I'm thinking I'm gonna go more in depth about my perks, what's going on personally with me this year. But um, what I'm feeling like this pandemic, I had to reach out for help big time this year. Like for the first time, I, I, I'm not a big, I have always had a fellow traveler, but I've never really had, I've had a therapist back in the day and um, during this pandemic, I really had to, you know, buckle down and, and talk to somebody. And um, I'm grateful that I, I, I financially I could afford to do that. And emotionally that I was ready to do that. You know, I, you know, I've been drinking over 14 years and um, I always tell everybody, you know, I did when you go, you know, I used the 12 steps because it's what works for me. And like step one is admitted I'm powerless over alcohol. And I got that. Cause I remember every time I go out and be like, I'm only having one and I ended up having 47. And then step two, that, um, God will restore me to sanity. And I have to realize that I was insane doing the same things over and over and over again. And then step three, I have to let go, which is really hard. And then step four, you make this inventory. And for me, my inventories were always like glance back. I can't stare. It was just too hard, too painful. But this year I actually, after 14 years, so don't give up. It took me 14 years to be able to stare mm -hmm. and not quiver anymore and be like, it's okay. It took me 14 years. And I would never have gotten there if I hadn't had this pandemic and I was forced to slow down and was forced to sit here and have all these feelings come up. Oh, feeling after feeling after feeling. And the feelings were really hard. Oh, I see. So what you're saying is that pre-pandemic, you were just sort of a Thing that was constantly in motion and maybe the feelings were never ever to catch up to you right got it does that make sense yeah absolutely yep totally i mean i have a personality and those again who follow me they know that i'm like i'm very i love being around people i love talking to people i love interviewing people i it's my one of my things i like about my thursdays is that i interview somebody i like to talk it's always been my thing. I'm a huge communicator. So, you know, being able to talk to other people and not having to go too deep about me, but you can go deep. I can go deep about you, mm -hmm. but not about me was a perfect position to have me in for my whole life. Mm -hmm. Right. So here I am 52 in a pandemic and all these feelings are coming up and I'm going, Oh my gosh. And the crazy thing is I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to drink. I don't know how, I mean, I had a nervous breakdown the other day. My mom is really sick and is not doing well at all. And there's been there, the family dynamic I come from is really, uh, I don't know. Most people in my family don't really listen to this show. I don't even think anybody in my family probably listens to my show. So I can probably be completely frank and know that no one will ever listen to this. So um, there's a lot of alcoholism. There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in my family. And hence, it's like I live in an alcoholic home and I grew up in one and it's so painful and so hard. And I know all these tools from Al-Anon that I've learned and I know all these tools from AA that I've learned, but it still hurts, right? Mm -hmm. It still hurts. It doesn't go away. And I had this breakdown the other day and I was like screaming and I'm shaking and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. 
And I'm just like, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy. And you know, I never wanted to pick up a drink, which is amazing to me. Now I did smoke cigarettes, which is not good. I know everybody out there, if you're listening to me, you're like, Oh my God, don't smoke. But, um, I did and smoke and I, you know, I got through it. I got through it. It was painful. I think you were scared watching me. Mm, yeah, it was a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, because, you know, I'm just powerless. I know that. And uh, I don't want to be, you know, I want to like fix and help and whatever, but I'm not the person that can do that. You know, I'm not God. And uh, so that's hard and it is scary. It is. It's scary when you see someone or you yourself is feeling this feeling of like uncontrol. You don't have any control. Like in, you're not in control of anything. You are completely powerless over everything. And it's kind of like that bomb that went off in my, in the bomb that was going to go off in Hawaii. And um, the bomb was going to go off in Hawaii and we got that ballistic missile thing on our honeymoon. And it's like, lately it's all this stuff. I, I have no control over anybody. I have no control over anything. And it's really getting to that place where you're just like, I've got to let go. And, you know, and if I get close to God and I know some people are like, I don't like God. I don't like religion. I'm not talking about like the God that you go into church and that's hanging from the cross, even though that's not bad. Cause I have that too. I believe in that God, but having a sense that I'm not alone and I can get on my knees and pray like, please, God, help me. Please, God, help me. Please, God, help me. And I don't know, just getting on my knees. I got on my knees outside, like on the pavers out front. And I got on my knees on the dock that's out front. And I was just like, God, please help me. God, please help me. God, please help me. And when I do that, it's like just the sense of it's humbling. It's humbling to do that. Mm -hmm. It's not something I go to very often, but to be able to get to that place where I'm like, I can't do this on my own. I can't do it on my own. I have to get something that's bigger than me. And um, through this year, you know, I my friend who's got the sun and the sun's rising and the sun setting is like her higher power and the birds and the wind and just getting quiet and having these feelings come up and just go that they're going to pass too. Like we talk about in meditation, like watching the clouds, these feelings are going to pass. But when you're going through these feelings, sometimes you feel completely out of control and you're like, I'm so out of control. I feel crazy and crazy is at least my life has been such a horrible word, but I am crazy. I'm crazy. We're all crazy. I don't know anybody who's not crazy. I don't know anybody who's normal, like white bread, like wonder. I don't. Do you? No, I think if you, you know, if you live on this earth long enough, then we all get a little crazy. We all get a little crazy. Especially after, you know, there was a lot of stressful stuff in 2020 for everybody on the planet. It was stressful. You know, there was a big, especially at the beginning, big fear of the unknown, right? Still a big fear of the unknown for a lot of people, you know, and, uh, and like what's going to happen. And, you know, we are lucky because we weren't impacted economically. But, uh, you know, imagine a lot of people that big, but that big fear of the unknown is like, well, how am I going to, I'm losing my job. What am I going to do? You know, what if I get sick? What if this, what if that? It's a lot of, a lot of very stressful things. There are a lot of things that we're powerless over today, mm -hmm. you know? And um, I, 
I can say this. I I'm very grateful that we are here in Florida because I know politically we are, you know, we're in a state that it hasn't been locked. But to all my friends in the Northeast, like I I I want to cry for them. I feel so freaking bad. And the people in California and the people in the states that are totally locked up, it's like such, I mean. I understand we're living in a pandemic, but it's like, I thought we lived in America and now you're gonna probably get, uh, anyway, I might go off for two seconds. And I just think that we get a choice to make if we're gonna wear masks and we're gonna go and we're gonna protect ourselves and we're gonna act like adults, then we don't, we shouldn't need to be let down, but nobody wants to do that. People, the governors wanna just take it into their own hands. And then, you know, people are not going to work. And a lot of people that work in the restaurant industry and in the restaurant and beverage industry, they all, that's their family. Like that's their family at their work. And I feel terrible. Like you, and then you want me to get sober on top of it. Well, of course you've been drinking too much. It's like, and all this sense of out of control and all you can do, they, they, they close the gyms, but they keep the liquor stores open. It just doesn't make any sense. Mm. And all these people have to be stuck in their homes. It's just crazy. It's insanity. And I've been sitting here and I'm trying not to be a judger of the world, but I'm like watching here and it's easy for me to judge from the place that I can go outside. I can take a walk, the weather comp, you know, conducive to doing this. But for the people that are in the Northeast and in California and to certain areas in this country, it's just too much. And the people overseas that are locked down, it's just too much. It's too much. And I know that like here in Florida, I heard that the numbers just went up to 11% higher than they've ever been. And I, and I know that people are tested and, there's more testing going on than there was ever testing going on. It's just too much. And all those unknowns we're powerless over. But if I'm an adult, I should be able to put on a mask and decide whether or not I feel comfortable or not, or not as a human being to be able to go into a restaurant or go sit outside at a restaurant. I think I should be able, and if I want to go inside and take that risk, then that's my choice as an American. I, I have that choice and that choice has been taken away. I think that's a real issue. Mm -hmm. Well, like you said, it hasn't been taken away from us down here. No. So we are lucky as far as that goes. Yeah, we're really lucky. And then you hear about, I do believe that, you know, making the choice, because I was taken away, the choice was taken away from me when I realized I every time I drank, I got drunk. And that choice was taken away. I can't drink. Sorry, I just can't. I was already a cucumber and I became a pickle and you can't go back to being a cucumber again. So what am I going to do about that? And I can't sit in the corner and feel sorry for myself. I have to get into action. Mm -hmm. What's that action to you? I feel like I'm talking the whole time. Uh, well, <clears throat> the uh, the action is is just. I mean, simply when you're just trying to get sober at the very beginning, it's just the, the best action that I could do was just to to show up and to do what they told me to do. And all they told me to do was just show up, basically. They, you know, they said, don't drink and make a meeting. Um, you know, you may feel like you want to drink. You may think you want to drink. And that's when they said, we don't care how you feel. We don't care what you think. We only care what you do. Just don't drink. You know, you cannot drink for a minute or an hour or a day. Cause that's all they asked me to do is just a day. They never said, JF, you can never drink again for the rest of your life. If they said that I would have left because that was unfathomable to me and still might be, you know, I still don't not something I think about, you know, I just think about today, keep the focus on today. Um, and, uh, you know, and one of the, I think we, we've seen people get sober on zoom 
And I think one of the nice advantages of Zoom is that, you know, if you're vulnerable and people that are trying to get sober are vulnerable, you can be around recovering people like most of the day, you know? I want him to talk louder so you can hear him. Oh, there goes his phone. There goes his phone. Can you talk louder? Sure, thought I was talking loud. <clears throat> anyway, I lost my train of thought. So I want to say to somebody who's out there, so today's the first, you realize you don't want to drink anymore. You've gone to Google or you've gone to whatever, DuckDuckGo, whatever you've gone to, and you put in sobriety and you put in sober podcast and by chance you fell on top of Busy Living Sober. And I can tell you that Busy Living Sober, today's day one of 2021. So here we are. Um, as I mentioned in this podcast, I have been smoking, so I'm quitting smoking today. Today's day one for me for quitting smoking. Mm. And um, kind of like alcohol, because nicotine is so addictive. It's just so addictive. So um, for day one today, I'm just not going to smoke today. I'm not going to smoke today. Maybe I'll smoke tomorrow, but I'm not going to smoke today. And I'm going to get a, um, I'm going to get a straw. And anytime I feel like smoking, I'm going to get that straw. That's what I'm going to do. Now, if you are quitting drinking and you've realized that maybe, you know, it's time to quit, then I would say get something that you like to drink in your house. Number one. Besides booze. No booze. Mm -hmm. Get, um, we're big fans of Pellegrino and Tapo Chico. Tapo Chico is a really great drink. It's sparkling water and it's again, really good. And it's got a little lime zing to it. I like it. He doesn't like it as much. Mm -hmm. He's more of a LaCroix guy. But whatever you want to drink that you like to drink, get it. Get it in your house, okay? Get it in your house. So get that drink that you want. The other thing I always tell people is get some sweets. Get some sweets in your house. Get some sweets that you might like. I mean, obviously, I don't want you to go get diabetes or anything crazy like that. But whatever you can replace it for, like in the evening, if you were going to go have a drink, Make yourself a nice dinner, even if it has to be like frozen meal, whatever, go to the grocery store, get yourself something yummy and then get your, like reward yourself at the end of the day. Like I always, I'm a big chocolate person with nuts. I'm just like huge. I love that. So I have dark bark chocolate that I have that's got pecans in it. I sometimes dip it in some whipped cream and that's my little, that's my little snack that mm -hmm. I have. And um, that has been huge. There's also this an amazing book that you can Google and it's called um, Living, um, isn't it the Living Sober book? It's a yellow book yes. and it's called Living Sober. And it gives you all these great, I mean, it's a little archaic in some ways, but some of the ways are really amazing, just basic things to do if you're trying to get sober. Sure. And it's all, it's all good stuff. And the most important thing still is to stay in contact with other people. Oh, it's just so huge. Don't, don't go off and disappear all by yourself and don't think that people don't want to hear from you. So that's why I say it's kind of nice that there's Zoom now because you can be in contact with people whenever you want to be 24 seven. You can just log in and, and you can find some people to talk to. But that's, to me, I think that's the most important thing is to get in contact, find some people that you can give your phone number to and uh, and get their phone number and, and call them. And call them when you, like, when you feel like having a drink and don't be like, I'm too embarrassed. I can't let them know that I want a drink. Like, of course you want to drink. It makes total sense. That's absolutely what you'd want to do, but you need to talk to somebody about it. And, uh, and then you won't have to, you may want to, but you won't have to. And that's the, that's the beauty of, uh, of sobriety. It's amazing. And it's, but I think it's again, Jeff mentioned taking it one day at a time. It's like, I was always like, just not like I set up with the smoking, I'm not going to drink today. Maybe I'll drink tomorrow. Just mm -hmm. not today. 
just not today. And I have to say the Zoom Morning Hope, it's called the Morning Hope at Zoom meeting, Morning Hope in the Clouds at Zoom or Morning Hope in the Clouds at gmail.com is the email address. But you can find the information on busylivingsober.com and it's under Morning Hope, um, the tab at the top and just come to the meeting. You don't even have to have your name up. You just have to go to that number. There's no password. You just come and if you wanna have it say iPhone or Galaxy or Zoom member or whatever you want it to say, you don't have to have it say your name and you can go and just listen. You can just hang out. It's not like when you walk, when I went to my first meeting, you know, I had to walk into a room and, you know, you walk down the stairs and you walk into the church basin and everybody's heads turn and look at you there. Mm -hmm. you, not everybody's going to turn their head and look at you and you can become, you can get comfortable to you feel like saying hi and like, just come, just come, just come. Because yep, all you have to do is show up. And there's so many people there. I have these awesome people in my life that um I didn't even know because of the internet and because of um because of Instagram. I'm on Instagram, so people have seen me. And I have this, uh, you know, one of my posse is now she met me through Instagram. That's how she knew to how reach out that? to me. I know it was crazy. And she mm -hmm. and she she said she it's a funny thing. She's like, I reached out to her, and I do tell you on here, if you reach out to me, I promise I'm gonna get back to you. So she reached out to me and I did get back to her right away. And then she's like, can I, will you be my um, person? And I was like, well, let's just slow that down. And mm -hmm. um, we go from there, but it's been, you know, th there's so many good things that have come out of this pandemic that I never thought was good. You know, people, human beings are pretty amazing things. Um, people are pretty awesome. And, you know, I, I feel really blessed because I have so many new friends now and mm -hmm. I can't wait to visit them one day. And you know, I'm still freaked out about the mask thing. I, as you can tell, I just, I go to the grocery store and I feel like I'm in a movie all the time. I'm just, I think I've gotten used to it. Not me. My problem is I just walk around all the time. It's in my, I always have it in my pocket. I put it on my face. Yeah, we I always stop all the time. Put it on like, my face. Oh my God, do we have it on? <laughs> and not to say we're complaining that we live in Florida, but it's hot. So you wear it on your face and you're like, oh my God, it's so hot. And I feel bad for the kids and the athletes that have to use it while they're, oh, it's just crazy. But it is, back to your point of, uh, you know, people are amazingly resilient and, uh, and, and, and people can get through. They, I mean, this pandemic's bad, but, um, you know, being a student of history, I know that people in our country have gone through much worse, you know, generations before us have gone through much worse and come out of it, nothing but stronger. You know, the country is always stronger after one of these things. And it seems may seem bleak right now, politically to a lot of people, but, you know, I'm sure the country is going to come out of all this much stronger, you know, has done it crisis after crisis, time after time, world wars, prior pandemics, civil wars, the whole nine yards. And uh, people are resilient, especially American people. And I wanna say this, if you're out there and you're listening and you heard like oh, things that made you feel like you wanted to reach out and please reach out to me. You can always reach me at busy. She loves to hear from you. She really I do, does. I really do. It makes me feel like I'm not just talking to the universe. So you reach me at busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y at busylivingsober.com. And um, don't let people get in your way, personalities get in your way. Don't give up before the miracle happens. You know, keep trudging. You know, if you ever, if you and booze don't get along, what are you gonna do? It's like me and cigarettes. I can't do it anymore. I love to smoke, but 
but it's really not good for me. And I'm sure you love to drink because I love to drink. I mm. love to drink. I never could imagine life without it. And now I can't imagine having it in my life. So this is a journey. We're on this together. It's January 1st. Happy New Year. And I will be in touch next week. And until next time, keep getting busy. Living sober. And look, JF's here the first time this month. He's going to come once a month. Aren't we lucky? Mwah. Thanks, everybody. Love you all. And happy new year. Please keep getting busy living sober. Bye. Bye.